This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church. Welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. And here's our question for today. What does the Bible say about Christians defending their lives even in the face of persecution. We have, I know, lots of thoughts around this, but let me Maybe. let me just launch with two truths that I think can like frame this discussion. So truth number one, self-defense and persecution are totally different. I agree. Right? So we got to think differently about both of those. And number two, the Bible is not clear about every nuance in either situation. I agree. Yeah, I wish it was. So like what we were talking about before this podcast started recording is like, is there a principle, you know? And I wish there was like one overarching principle that made sense of every nuance and every circumstance, but they're just- I just don't see it. Right. So uh, there's, you know, there's a a group of, you know, emerging Christians. There's there's always been pacifists, but there's a larger group of Christians that are emerging who now identify with pacifism, government pacifism, individual pacifism. and, and, um, and, And so I've been unashamed about this. I mean, I love you guys. I just, I think it's too simple. Um, it's good theology is nuanced and there are things that make cultural sense to especially we'll say a millennial like pacifism feels culturally very right but it doesn't really jive with a number of scriptures you know so uh, here's what i want to do rather than give a principle i'm going to give a number of examples and we're going to try to articulate what would jesus do in each of these examples okay Great place to start. Example number one, somebody makes fun of me for being a Christian, or let's just say they punch me in the face because I'm a Christian. What do I do? Not because I'm a jerk, but because I'm a Christian. Because I'm a Christian. Very clear, right? That's that's a good distinction <laughs> because some Christians get punched in the face because they're big jerks. Like right. That's not what we're talking about. And here's my, my personal application of that. I will work as hard as I can to get away and I will not strike back. Well, where does that come from? Well, it comes from Jesus. In Matthew Mm -hmm. chapter 5, he's talking about retaliation, okay? Uh, And here's what he says. You have heard it said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say to you, do not resist one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And so the principle that Jesus is trying to get at through hyperbole is you do not retaliate. So if I am being yelled at or hit at because I'm a hit because I'm a Christian, my principle is I will not retaliate. I will remove myself um, from that position. Circumstance number two, somebody attacks my child to harm them. My response, I will protect them at whatever the cost. This is a different situation than you personally. Right. So me personally, I will not retaliate. Okay. But when I find somebody who is weak, um, I don't have categories for Christians not taking care of weaker, oppressed, persecuted, helpless people. We are totally on agreement on this. If I find a child in the process of being kidnapped for sex slavery, I will beat the crap out of whoever is taking that child if I can. Mm -hmm. If I had a gun, I would shoot that person. In that process, in that moment, right? Um, I would not shoot to kill. I would shoot to disarm, right? I understand the police. They shoot to kill. I'm not the police, Mm -hmm, okay? mm -hmm. Um, But I can't imagine a world where Jesus would see a child being harmed and would not physically intervene 
to prevent that harm. He had some pretty harsh words about people who harmed children. Uh, yeah, he threw them into the sea, which is their metaphorical howl, right? Yeah. So Jesus is a is not nearly as pacifistic as the pacifist Christians want to make him out to mm. be. Okay, Jesus is intense. He is passionate. He is a protector. Um, and so I just want to make sure that we're clear that your pacifism, um, when the rubber meets the road and somebody comes into your home with a gun to shoot your family, right, you're going to do something different. You should protect yourself right. and, and them. Right. And if you just say, you know, we're not being persecuted for our faith, but you know what? Just shoot my kids. Right. I just don't have categories for it. And that is not what Jesus is talking about in Matthew 5 and retaliation. Retaliation is about vengeance. Self-defense is about protection. Very, very mm -hmm. different. And that's where the pacifists aren't nuanced. They apply a retaliation message to a protect or retaliation principle to a um, protection context. It doesn't work. Got to be nuanced. Got to be thoughtful about this. So next uh, example, somebody verbally attacks my child for their faith. Here's what we'll do. We'll be silent and we will walk away. And my child and I will pray for that person or that group of people. And some listeners may get offended by that comment, but we, oh, yeah. we, we have to help our children know that if they stand up for Christ, they will be persecuted as yep. well. And we have to help them process that. Totally. And, you know, here's a good general human rule. Uh, people who are angry, violent or reviling or just generally stupid um, aren't in a mood to listen. Right. Right. I mean, Jesus was smart. Every time people tried to catch him, he didn't take a moment and try to teach them the right thing. He honestly evaded their question, asked them something difficult and walked away. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, so um, and here's my my principle for walking away with my child. First Peter 2, 23. When Jesus was reviled, he did not revile in return. And when he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. Now, some people will, um, I think, inappropriately say, well, Jesus just allowed it to happen. Well, you're missing the point. Mm -hmm. The reason he allowed it to happen is because that was his purpose. If Jesus didn't want to die, he wouldn't have died. Right. Like Jesus allowed it to continue um, because that was what his goal was. And so God never once in scripture looks at somebody and says, your objective is to die. So when somebody tries to kill you, you just let them and you drive, you know, you roll over and let them kill you. You know, he does tell Peter, you're going to die, but he doesn't say try to die. Right. right. That's not the point. Okay. So um, next uh, example, number four, someone is going to kill me for my faith, but I have the possibility of getting away. Do you know what I'll do? Run. <laughs> <laughs> if right? you can run away. If you can't. Well, Michael, that is so lack like courage. And what about your testimony? Blah, 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 blah. Acts 14, the apostles, right? Uh, I love this. Verse five to seven. When an attempt was made by both Gentiles and Jews with their rulers to mistreat them and to stone them, by the way, which ends in their death, mm -hmm. they, the apostles, learned of it and they fled to Lystra and Derby, cities of Laconia and to the surrounding country. But listen. They didn't just shut up and go hide, and there they continued to preach the gospel. So mm -hmm. if someone's going to kill you, run if right. you have the opportunity. You know That's the same principle where they let the apostle Paul over the wall to escape so he could continue the ministry of preaching the gospel. Totally. If you can live, live. Living yes. is good. That's a great thing. Uh, number five, someone is going to kill me for my faith, and I have no possibility of getting away. I'm in some... Um, camp in, in North Korea and they've tied me up and they've got 30 guns to my face and they're about to shoot me in the head. Here's what I'm going to do. 
I'm going to preach the gospel. That's I'm right. going to pull a Stephen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to talk about Jesus. I'm going to face death with courage because uh, I know exactly where I'm going to go when I die. Yes. So we get to this issue of self-defense and persecution, and it, it's not simple, but each circumstance, there seems to be biblical principles that guide them. And this is where I, I love when Jesus says, look, I'm going to paraphrase, but you know, when you're in those circumstances, the Holy Spirit will give you just trust him. What you need, listen to what He's trying to tell you in that situation. Totally, you know, the last thing you probably want to do is when you're about to be killed is to start hurling insults at them. Um, maybe the more productive thing to do would be to end in love and proclaim to them the good news of Jesus Christ. I love it. Jesus in the cross has one guy reviling him, another guy reviling him, then the other guy repents and starts trusting in him, and he doesn't revile in return. He spends his last dying moments bringing someone to salvation and changing their eternity. I just think he's amazing. He's just an awesome model. But we also have to remember, even Paul didn't go toward his death and be like, yes, let's go do this. I'm going (laughs) to set up my circumstances so they kill me. No, like he was faithful and that was the result. Jesus is different because Jesus turned his face to Jerusalem, um, set up the events of the last week of his life to purposely incite people so that they would kill him. (laughs) Uh, We're not called to do that. Right. Uh, We're called to um, love, be kind, et cetera. But I tell you, you mess with my kids or you mess with a weak, oppressed person, I will intervene. And if you're going to hurt them and the only way I can get them out, I will hurt you. I love you, but I will hurt you. Thank you, Pastor Michael, for that answer. Listeners, don't forget you can submit your questions to our podcast by going to our church website, vcob.org, and just click on the link that says Q&A podcast question. Please join us next time when we answer the question, how do I care for myself when I'm serving, giving, and loving sacrificially?